This is Jim Wallace. It's three days before Christmas, and I just wanted to wish you a very blessed Christmas season in what feel to be very dark and troubling, hopeless and fearful times. And I'm going to say that we should believe in Christmas in a time such as this. I remember when I was a kid, I grew up in a Christian home and family and Christmas was a very big deal. It was always my favorite time of the year. But then I remember I got kicked out of my church over issues of racism, which the church wouldn't acknowledge in Detroit, Michigan, my white church, over issues of justice, which they just didn't see. And they, I left, and they were happy to see me go. Then I went to college, and I joined movements for civil rights, for, uh, for justice and, and for peace. And I was specifically not a Christian. I wanted to make clear I was no longer a Christian. I was a secular activist, uh, shutting down my university (laughs) at many times. But then I would drive home for Christmas to be with my family. And invariably, there'd be a moment um, driving home on those snowy roads with uh, beautiful trees all around me. I'd have the radio on, and there'd be some moment in that period where I'd hear Christmas carols. And though I had left the church and they had left me, uh, something deep, deep inside me uh, listened and resonated, and and tears privately, I wouldn't let anybody see it, but tears would come down my face about this Christmas story because this Christmas story intends to turn the world upside down. From Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace. For the throne of David and his kingdom, he will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this day onward and forevermore. I've always loved this Isaiah scripture and those four names that Isaiah lifts up. Wonderful counselor, the one who always is ready to listen and understand what we feel. Mighty God, that means that all the other alleged authorities are nothing to the mighty God. Everlasting father or mother, uh, meaning this is the kind of loving parent that we all need and long for every day in our lives. And the prince of peace, despite all the conflicts, all the wars and violence, this prince of peace will finally in the end prevail. We see the dominant political party reveling in their legislative success that plans to cut programs for the poor in order to cut taxes for the rich. And for me, this tax bill is almost uh, the perfect archetype of the reversal of Christmas. This tax bill is is contrary to every value of Christmas. Everyone knows this tax bill is for the rich. Tax cuts for the rich, and in order to pay for it, 
They're going to cut food stamps. They're going to cut Medicaid. They're going to cut health care. They're going to cut education. They're going to cut housing. They're going to cut everything for the poor uh, to make tax cuts available to the rich. It's, it's a totally immoral logic. I want to say this tax bill is anti-Christmas. This tax bill is an arrogant defiance of the values of Christmas that we see in Isaiah and Luke and Matthew, Mark and John of Jesus coming into the world to turn everything upside down. This tax bill uh, lifts the, the powerful over the lowly again. Christmas puts the powerful down from their thrones and exalts the lowly. This tax bill fills the rich with good things and sends the hungry away. Christmas fills the hungry with good things and sends the rich away. So this tax bill is a very seasonal, uh, explicit archetype uh, of what Christmas is not about. And Mary's Magnificat says it so well, this prayer of the song of, of, a, of a young immigrant, poor peasant girl who is literally homeless when, when, uh, when she delivers Jesus. And here comes this one who will save the world. And he promises in her prayer to turn everything upside down. Mary says, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. And here's what Mary says about the meaning of the child she's carrying in her womb. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich empty away. The Incarnation is a Christian doctrine about God becoming human. Uh, my, my way of saying that is, in Jesus, God hits the streets. Even when I wasn't a Christian, was deliberately not a Christian, anti-Christian, when I've been kicked out of the church, that story, at some point during the season, I'd hear it, and it would get to me, and I'd begin to cry, because I knew it was true. In this special season, trust Christmas, live Christmas, in the midst of all the darkness around all the despair we may be feeling, all the hopelessness that rises up in our hearts, even in this season, and the fear of what may be coming soon. There's Christmas again from Isaiah and Mary. These things will ultimately prevail. These things will last. These things will overcome the petty, present, arrogant, reckless, political realities we see now. It will be hard. It will be perilous this next year. It will be a time of testing of the soul of this nation, testing of the integrity of our faith. But I, in the end, I'm going to trust Christmas. This president talking as he does in such an arrogant way. Think of the Magnificat of Mary. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones, lifted up the lowly, which our current leaders don't seem to care about. But God does, and Mary did, 
and she prophesied the meaning of the coming of the child in her womb, because that child will fill the hungry with good things and send the rich empty away. And in this political climate, I'll take that and trust that and live that in the face of what's happening right now. Living Christmas means not just hearing scriptures like this and even being comforted by them. It means living by these values. So don't just believe Christmas this year. Live it. And that is the fundamental alternative to the way power is being declared and arrogance is ruling the day. This is Jim Wallace. Have a blessed Christmas.